Hello, what's up? You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack, right here with the band D-Mob in Las Vegas for Punk Rock Bowling. So what's your name and what do you do in the band? I'm Andy Kay, uh, and I'm the singer, really. And you've been in the band D-Mob for like 40 years now, is that right? Yeah, 40 years and two years' time. Uh, started 1978 and uh, we're still kicking it hard as we can. We had a 23-year hiatus, but uh, we're back at it, so... How did you come up with the name D-Mob? We're always asked this question. It's, it's, there's nothing really exciting about it. We're, we're all in a, a bar back home in uh, where we live in Gloucester, and our drummer, then the original drummer, John Malfa, said, "You know, well, what's a good name for a punk man?" And uh, a friend of ours, uh, John John Price, said, "What about D Mob?" And that was it. You know, we chose a name. That was it. <laughs> so how did you end up playing punk rock bowling? Uh, I got in touch with uh, the, the Stern Brothers, Mark and Sean, and uh, I came over in 2008 uh, to the, my first punk rock bowling. And I was, I was really amazed at it, you know, because, you know, the punk rock's always been like a way of life, but the music's always been like a good hobby for us. And when I got over there, you know, we sort of met so many people, and when they got to know about you know, D-Mob and that one song, No Room For You, it was just like, oh, it's that band, and the, the cameras are flashing, and I'm going, what's going on? But um, apart from that, it's just, you know, I've come over again in 2014. That was a good time. Uh, we were supposed to play them, but uh, we didn't get the, get our sort of naming quick enough. And this time I got in touch with the Stern Brothers, and they just said, yeah, you know, come on over, and we sort something out. So basically that's how it's happened. So does it seem like there's more people now at Punk Rock Bowling, or is it about the same as well, two no. years ago? No, there's just a hell of a lot more now. I mean, everything was sort of based in Sam's time when I first came over. Uh, it was, it was you know, nowhere near as big as this. I, I would say it's just, well, it's just awesomely massive now. So, What do you usually sing about in your songs? Most, most of it is sort of life experiences, you know, things that, you know, when we grew up, you know, against the, the, the law and order, the system sucks and all that business. You know, a lot of things haven't really changed, but you know, we were really, we're really into sort of um, trying to keep the scene sort of like united, and um, it's all about you. It's all about me, really. You know, it's not, it's not about anybody in particular, but there seems to be a lot of conversations now where social networks seem taken over, and it's become like an anti-social network, and people are moaning about all kinds of things. But at the end of the day. Life is short, you know, enjoy, enjoy it whilst you can. And punk rock, you know, the, the punk rock community worldwide is just one big, big family and that's the way we've got to keep it. It's nice that there are also people coming out from other countries out to punk rock bowling just to see all the bands out there too. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we do a festival back home called Rebellion and we get, you know, bands from all over, bands and fans from all over the planet. I mean, literally, Probably every continent you can think of, we get people coming over. And of course, being 40 years of punk rock this year, you know, we got the US invasion. I think it's something like over 30 US bands, maybe 40, come into the rebellion this year. But with with PRB, I mean, it's it's great. It's, it's got to be good for you guys as well, you know, when you got bands coming in from other countries. And I think that should be encouraged a lot more. I think we should all like, you know. You know, put an arm out there and say, look, you know, come on over, you know, be, you know, come and help us, our guys, you know, be part of what we're about. Yeah, they choose Vegas because it's a nice punk rock hot environment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you like lots of hot sun like I do, which I do, it's uh, 
you know you can't go wrong it's you can hardly breathe but uh, you know Vegas is Vegas come on you know this is this is this is where everything's possible in Fremont is just like wow you know if you haven't seen nothing before come to Fremont because you'll see it all so let's talk a little bit about your songs you've got this song called No Way Out what is that one all about uh, No Way Out was written by uh, one of our ex-bass guitarists Richie Baldwin um, and basically you know in life there seems to be exits everywhere like you know but some people are kind of just sort of caught in a rut and then they, they feel like you know the, the world's on their shoulders and there's no way that they can get out of it but uh, there is a way out you know there's always a way out of everything but uh, you know basically that's that's the essence of the song it's very self-explanatory just by the title <laughs> so let's take a listen to the song it's called no way out by d-mob around las vegas with d-mob at punk rock bowling Say 
Welcome back. That was Pain in the Arse by D-Mob. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack. We're out here with D-Mob. So, so far, what's your favorite show that you've seen at Punk Rock Bowling? Or have you not been here that long? Uh, we... I've, I went over to the, the main stage and uh, had a little look around. And I, I I can't remember who the band was, but uh, I, I clocked one band who were supporting uh, Youth Brigade over at the, the slide bar uh, the other night, uh, last week. I can't remember what the name of the band was. They're a bloody good band, though. So Love Canal? <laughs> huh? Love Canal. Of course, no, it wasn't Love Canal. Then. I, I got the wrong show. I, God, I can't even think... I can see the guys there's, like you know. There's, there's too much Vegas. <laughs> yeah, like too much Vegas water, you know. It's affecting my brain. But um, I think oh, Defiance were great tonight. Defiance came over like supporting us, like you know. And uh, you know, we're, they're good friends of ours. You know, they've even covered songs of ours as well and recorded them. So you know, total respect there. So talk about bands that you're into. What kind of bands are you into? Oh, I mean, in the UK, me. My, the, the, my favourite band always has been, always will be the Cockney Rejects. Uh, you know, we're good friends. We go right back, you know, back in the day. Uh, one of the great bands over there is uh, RG Bargy, uh, Daryl Smith and Cox Sparrows. You know, they're a uh, guitarist. Watford John. You know, he's a very colourful figure and a very good friend. And another band, who up and coming band, I would say. You know, check him out. Is Criminal Mind from Bristol. Absolutely fantastic, young lads, but it's punky as fuck. So what got you into this punk rock business? I was in the army at the time, I was doing my army service, uh, my army training, back in 1978, and it lasted, you know, it lasted about 28, well, about almost 28 weeks, and I discovered the Boomtown Rats, that was the album, Tonic for the Troops, got me out of the army, and uh, well, I got kicked out really, but I was happy enough, I joined the punk rock army. It's been like 40 years. How many albums have you come out with? Albums? Um, we've actually got four albums out. So once every 10 years? Well, we, we never brought an album out back in the day. So when we finished in 1981, uh, there was no albums. But we were, on, we were actually, actually on a, a comp, about 12 to 15 compilations. You know, uh, but uh, we've, we, we did a... Um, uh, UK Subs, we were part of UK Subs tribute album as well, uh, Brand New Rage. Uh, and UK Subs have always been you know, good friends of ours, you know, always been there to help us. Uh, so, you know, it's a fitting tribute. In, you know, what more of a tribute could we do is, is to have written a new song called Charlie, uh, which is on the new album. I'll send that one to you. Sounds good to me. Is Anti-Police going to be on it? Anti-Police, yeah. It's a hidden track. We re-recorded it. And it was the first song I ever wrote. I was anti-police then, and you know I'm still anti-police in the same context as I, I was then. So, you know, there's there's things that we don't like, you know, that we see, and it's, you know, with the police worldwide, you know, it's it, it's the same everywhere. Corruption. Um, there are some good guys. I got I got friends who are police, and they know me. They know the song. Uh, you know, we've had good conversations, and they they know where I'm coming from. So, nothing changes. Although I think we do need police to like regulate things, though. Absolutely. I mean, any I defy anybody to say like you know we don't need the police because what are you going to do? Somebody's you know smashing your door down. You know if you're up against it, you can't fight your way out. Of course we need you know we need law and order, but we need proper justice. We need proper law and proper order. 
You know, we don't want to be corruption. There's enough corruption going on in the world. So, you know, why should we? Why should we have it? You know, in this day and age, but that's the way it is. I totally agree. So let's take a listen to that song. It's called "Anti Police" by D Mob. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, out here with D Mob. Sound around the soul of sound. 
that was No Room For You by D-Mob. We're still out here with D-Mob in Vegas. So what is that one all about? No Room For You, it's the only song in the band which was uh, written by um, a very good friend of mine who uh, took over me on the vocal, uh, Bob Miff Smith. Bob, uh, he wrote it, composed it, um, did everything. Uh, no Room For You, years ago, back in uh, when we first sort of got back in, got into the scene, after a couple of years, there was a particular venue which we used to play, and you know all the big bands used to come along and, and play as well, uh, called Whitcomb Lodge. And the song's all about that place in particular, um, where they closed it down. You know, that it's boarded up. You know, the doors are closed, uh, which goes for many venues around. You know, where we we played worldwide, and the venues are getting closed down all the time. But you know, we'd always open more so basically it's all about closing you know the venues down and not giving the kids anywhere to go and you know anybody else for that matter yeah for a while in los angeles it used to be like all 21 and over bar shows but it's been a lot better now they've started opening up new venues and renovating warehouses well not warehouses but large buildings and turning them into venues so that's good absolutely and you know that's the way it should be i mean live music no matter what your tastes are you know, it's, it's, it's vital and it's important, you know, because music, it's the one thing that, you know, bridges all the gaps, you know, and builds all the walls up, you know, between people worldwide, you know, and it's, it's united the scene in many, many ways, you know, certainly in punk rock, you know, years ago, the skinheads were against the punks, were against the, the ska, was against this, yeah, the vast majority now is, is well united. Back to Nebob, so... I'm sure you've experienced a lot in your years. Have you ha ever had any like interesting moments that the band has gone through? Uh, there are many interesting moments. Um, I think the one which was totally, totally um, quite amazing and interesting in itself, um, it was our third gig back. Uh, basically, I, I, it was called uh, Holidays in the Rising Sun in Japan. Um, there was 10 UK bands, uh, you know, Addicts, Exploited, The Business, Sham uh, not Shamsu's Night, Cockney Rejects, Crack, Us, and it was just like, wow, you know, we're flying over to Yokohama, and it was the party on the plane which was really interesting. What if the Exploited seemed to produce bottles of liquor from, you know, how we got them on the plane, I don't know, but... That, that in itself uh, was very interesting because we were told that on the way back, if anybody was caught, you know, getting drunk, then we'd be, they'd turn the plane around and hand us over to the Japanese authorities. It didn't happen. Everybody was happy. But that was, uh, that was pretty off the wall. It'd be interesting to find out how he smuggled all those alcoholic beverages. <laughs> I, I still want to know. I'm yet to ask him. But, yeah, we'll find out. It was just, it was mental. It really was. We just talked to him earlier. If I would have known, I would have asked him for you. Oh, he knows. He knows the truth is there. What he? Speak up. Speak the truth and lie not. Cool. So what should we expect for the next 40 years for D-Mob? Next 40 years. Um, do you know, I, I, I have this picture in my mind that probably 20 years time, when all the big festivals, you know, you see all, all of us old punks, you know, going up on Zimmer frames and mobility scooters with, you know, the big whippy foxtails on them. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I remember back in, the, back in the early days, you know, when punk started. I mean, I, I hated punk in the first two years, you know, I wasn't into it at all. But when I got into it, I always remember that it won't last long, it'll only last a year. And we're 40 years down the line, you know. And punk rock, 
I don't care anybody says, you know, it's, it's massively influenced music in these last 40 years without a shadow of a doubt. Some clever people out there, some great people out there, and there's a lot of you know, people in punk who are helping to run you know, our countries. So, next 40 years, carry on as normal. So how have you seen punk rock change over like the years? For me, the best thing that's changed is the fact that there's, that the violence is very, very small in comparison to what it was. I've never seen any violence until I actually came over here a couple of weeks ago. And there's some violence at the show tonight. Yeah, well, well tonight I didn't. Not tonight. It was at the pool party. Really? Or yeah. somebody got thrown in the water? Not quite. <laughs> okay. But I heard it was like some like white power violence crapola. Uh, but I was like eating food, so I didn't bother to care. These retards walking around. What's the matter? I mean, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, even sort of you know, primary educated kids don't, you know, do that shit anymore. I mean. I, I just don't get it. We, we've always been against it. We've always fought against the, you know, with, along with the anti-Nazi league against the fascist. And a lot of these people, I find, when I actually talk to them one to one, I don't necessarily think that a lot of them are really racist. It's just that they're pissed off about something, and they don't know how to communicate. You know, it's all frustration. It's like that lesson you hated at school, You're like math or mass like you know and they can't get their head around certain things like you know and it's just like oh talk about it you know don't get all big and tough you know because you know, it's all been done before you know you're not frightening anybody and it's just stupidity you know and in fact it ain't worth bothering with there you go either that or it's like those isis people where they're brainwashed with something <laughs> yeah but once again even with that i mean it's extremism like you know and with the fascist movement that was an extremism I mean, you can get onto history here, like you go right back and you see the extremists, I mean, even the Crusades, they would have been classed as the extremists today, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're idiots out there. There's people who, who just want to do damage to people for whatever reason, because they think they're better than you knowing somebody else. No, you know, when you strip us all down, we're all skin and bone. Let's take a listen to this one last song by D-Mob. The song is called One More Man Is Dead. I've been listening to the interview with D-Mob. We're out here at Punk Rock Bowling in Las Vegas. i 
you're still listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack. My website, punkrockdemo.com. Again, that's punkrockdemo.com. We're going to have a special show today because one of my good friends just passed away recently. That makes number two this month in June. And it was a very tragic passing away. The first one was the manager from Terrazotu, Darsha. She managed Terrazotu a very long time ago, but uh, she had a heart attack three hours before her birthday in June. And my other friend, Christopher Drellinger, he's uh, the guy that does the Fang Face radio program on punkrockdemo.com. He recently got hit by a semi-truck and passed away on Wednesday, June 23rd. So we're going to play Fang Face Radio, his debut show, number one of Fang Face Radio. So to remember him, I've set up a memorial page, ChristopherDrellinger.PunkRockDemo.com or PunkRockDemo.com slash ChristopherDrellinger. A lot of you might know him. If you don't, unfortunately, you won't get to know him unless you go to his memorial page. But anyways, we're going to play Fang Face Radio program number one. That was his first show and... Unfortunately, he'll no longer be doing that show. But we won't be playing that right now. We'll play songs that you've never heard of before, specifically new songs, because punk rock can't continue without new songs. We're going to play some Los Nasties. This song's called Baby. Yeah. 
forget, once punk, always punk. That's the way we are, that's the way we roll. And keep it live, keep it loud, and keep it fucking real. Roacher Poacher with Turbo Man, and then Lazy J before that with Living It Off Time, Ratten Pank with A Arter, and Clickbait before that with Duckface and Red Kate with You Don't Speak For Me. And now I want to play this lovely song by Shattered Faith. It's also a brand new one off of their brand new album called Volume 3. It's a song called Heartache, Too Much in parentheses, and it's a very appropriate song for the tribute we're going to be playing for Christopher Drellinger. Yeah, we'll take a listen to that song and then we'll take a listen to Fang Face Radio and we'll end off the program with that. You can read all about him and how good of a person he was by going to ChristopherDrellinger.PunkRockDemo.com Here's Shattered Faith.
Face Radio, your number one stop for punk rock, metal, and hip hop. This, this is my first show. I should probably introduce myself a bit. I'm your ghost with the most, and the name is Fenrir. I'm an aspiring hip hop MC, hailing from the 801 in the heart of Salt Lake City, Utah. Born and bred in captivity, then took a walk on the wild side and never looked back. I've been playing punk rock for over 10 years and have been a part of some glorious bands where we really brought some chaos. I started out on bass for Never Say Never when I was 17. I did a few touring gigs for NFFU for a while. I used to put on a wolf mask and play street thrash if you're the wolf. I joined up with the Bad English for a tour through Texas and the SoCal area with the Casualties and Sniper 66 uh, last summer, actually. And now I have lead vocal duties for my brother band, Junk as Shit. So there's lots of others that I have had a hand in, but I'm not going to throw a huge list of musical accomplishment at you. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to reciprocate the energy, passion, and love I have for music. By creating and sharing these playlists, I'm furthering these songs' existence and presence they have with mankind. So chances are pretty damn good you're not going to hear many chart toppers around here because the radio usually sucks. So... Here you're going to be exposed to my brain of what I deem is good music, consisting of three main genres and all their subgenres. So this is a punk rock, metal, and hip-hop music show. There'll be a lot of other types of musics here and there, but predominantly, that's what you're going to hear around here. So I'm, I'm sure the setup and how I'm going to mix and group these songs together will change. Might just do it on purpose to keep you on your toes from time to time. <laughs> But uh, without further ado, let's start the punk rock block. Adelaide! 
So a fun fact, I was originally going to name my show Rebel Radio and use a starbird symbol with an anarchy A in it, like the tattoo on my face is like the logo. But there's been a, there's a lot of other Rebel Radios out there, so I really wanted to kind of stick out and not take anyone's name and have to, you know, deal with who has rights and stuff later on if this goes anywhere. But I've been scheming about this for years uh, now, so let's get this, give it a whirl and let's fuck shit up.
ride. That was Funeral Dress with the song Rebel Radio. Then we had Exploited Beat the Bastards into Defiance, Nothing Worth Dying For, Bruiser's Intimidation, and Abrasive's Wheels, The Prisoner. So just to let you know, in the future, I'm going to be letting you know exactly what I played after every time there's a music break, because I always hated when radio stations would... Uh, you know, wouldn't tell you what you just listened to, and you hear a really dope song, and you don't know how to how to find it again because they didn't tell you who it was or, or anything like that. So I'll never do that to you. So I actually shared the stage with most of those bands in my own projects at the time. Uh, Mike Arrogant from Defiance actually used to live here in Salt Lake City years back, and he told me so at a bar in a venue that we were well. Defiance was playing, and I was up in Portland on my own little excursion with my project and uh you know we kind of just met up and shot the shit and i discovered that he was from salt lake and we met up again in denver with my brother gordy's yearly punk show he usually does called day of chaos and really that that place is just a whole other other story in and of itself i actually just moved back to salt lake from portland having stayed there for about five and a half months i joined a spanish street punk project up there by the name of schizophrenia to extraño hermanos which we actually have an EP coming out here very soon, so keep an eye out for that Zesty Jam. And I don't really know what else to really talk about, so I could share another story or two, but I'm just feeling the ropes out on this. So let's get on to some metal music. Alright, leading our way into this hexagon of metal mayhem is Anthrax's Madhouse. This is probably one of my favorite songs that they've really ever done. And uh, from there, you got some all kinds of other tasty jams. So I'll give you a review, and I'll tell you about the most epic metal show that I went to. Straight up went to Valhalla. A bunch of lightning and a bunch of leather-clad metalheads, three times my size, getting knocked over. Uh, you know, really quite the scene. So that, that'll be cool. All right, so this is Anthrax Madhouse. Enjoy. It's time for your medication, Mr. Brown.
Black Sabbath's Paranoid, Guar of Bring Back the Bomb, Judas Priest One Shot at Glory, and Holy Grail's Fight to Kill. Now, I said I would share a story of my most epic metal show I've been to. It was the summer of 2010, I think, and a group of friends and I drove down to Phoenix, Arizona to see Dio with Heaven and Hell, Motorhead, and Judas Priest. The concert took place at the Cricket Pavilion outside, where Heaven and Hell opened, and I swear, man, Dio was everything you'd expect him to be, a fucking wizard. It was the nice, clear, and sunny day, then the wind came out of nowhere and was blowing his hair all majestically while this tiny hobbit of a man was singing straight spells, man. I was in awe. After Heaven and Hell enchanted the fucking place, storm clouds rolled in, and Motorhead brought the fucking thunder. Those guys were so loud both times I I saw them. I mean, it literally was difficult to discern the difference between Lemmy's bass and the thunder being produced from the storm. So after Motorhead rocked our socks and blew our minds out of our skulls onto the ground, it was the headliners, Judas Priest. By now it was pretty dark as the storm had just completely settled in over us. Some crazy fuckers started a big bonfire in the center of the pit, which was the largest pit I've ever seen, let alone danced in. It was easily 50 yards across, and in the center, there burned a tire surrounded by whatever wood these rock and roll infused metalheads could find, which surprisingly was a lot. Judas Priest came out, and they opened up with the Hellion with it going into Electric Eye, and it was just so perfectly synchronized with the lightning that the light here and there it was just a straight electrical storm you know it came just seemingly out of nowhere and they were just synchronized with every strike that was going on so it was just a nice day not an hour and a half ago it was just a few shots of it wasn't just a few shots of light here and there it was a straight electrical storm so every two seconds or so another flash and I was just in awe of, of it all and got sucked in all that energy that, that I really could you know, my little punk ass was going in the opposite direction in this huge ass pit. I got smashed and toppled, and I even toppled some giants. And uh, I even heard in between songs that I was earning some respect from the crowd, from some of the metal titans and these heathens. I was doing front flips and stuff through the fire in the center, just, just running around amok, just going crazy, having fun. Little Viking warrior in the pit of death at the dawn of Ragnarok. I mean, picture it. Judas Priest shredding their set, lightning everywhere and the silhouettes of a sea of demons then my wild child ass running amok I mean it was truly epic I earned some character and it was my personal finest moment in the metal world thus far aside from playing my own music of course but enough of metal for now let's move on to some motherfucking hip hop let's get some rhyme sayers up in here alright this is probably going to be one of my one of my favorite sides, I mean, the whole show, really, I, I love all this music, but, you know, being, coming an MC myself, you know, I really appreciate this music so much more, and how much work it goes into creating these compositions that are just, they're just dope, that the world knows over, so, you know, it's it's definitely a craft in and of itself, you know, very much wizard-like, not unlike Dio, but... Yeah, so I'm not going to tell you which one we're going to open up into this, but you're going to hear about all kinds of great artists that uh, I had to kind of work to discover, so I'll just kind of take it out and, and show them to you. And, uh, you know, maybe the the fire will extend itself as it has unto me onto some of my listeners here. So, you know, take some LSD and have an epiphany. The best protect your neck, the best protect your neck, the best protect your neck, the best protect your neck.
You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. And 
was dope. Yeah. Check yeah. it out, sir. Check it out, sir. Yeah. Love is in place on me. We got the capital G. Z to the AMC. Give it a man. Send out to the ring. Group of the old school. We gon' take down the back. You know what I'm saying? We got the source of this right here. Got the car. Just a cream on the drop, sir. Yeah, check it. Well, if you living in the world today, you be hearing the slang of the Wu-Tang Shake. Niggas that front, we don't have them. So we blast them, all right. Well, okay. Well, if you like the way you sound, then clap, man. And if the woman love it too, then raise your hands. But only raise your hands if you're sure. Punk niggas shatter like a glass jaw. Break it. My rhyme gross weight via two combination Was too heavy for the Chevys It's chased out the station Double edge was the guillotine that beheaded and gassed up Fucking with some regular and leather shit Heads roll on hillsides behind ropes that bind in X marks the spot on the scope Heavily armed military is necessary It's a gamble MCs meant they best at every Powerful, terrible release might harm If tampered with, set off and strike like pipe bombs Flashbacks to the duel of the Iron Mike Look out for these fatal flying spikes of massive sleep holes Put strangles on commercial angles Microphone cords tangled from being star-spangled Now who could ever say they heard of this? My motherfucking style is mad murderous Well if you like the way you sound and clap, man Clap, man In the web, now beats are stinging. Yo, that nigga's him singing. I'm swinging swords, strictly based on keyboards. Unbalanced like elephants and ants on seesaws. I throw raps that attack like the Japs in Pearl Harbor. MCs be out like bank robbers, flinging the scene to be a soul survivor. DJ the getaway driver. Try to dip, but he died. I socialize with vocal vibes. Going track, stabbed up with razor sharp knives. Criminal, subliminal minded. Rappers find it hard to define it. Panera was the gate for fat tapes, and it played out and out of date. Then I construct my thoughts on site to renovate. And from that point, the guards made a statement. Drafting tracements, replacements, and basements. Materials and sheetrock and soundproof the beatbox and microscopic optic to see through the box. Six obnoxious topic. Major labels. Flavor tropical, punchline that's unstoppable. Ring like shots from blocks that attract cops around the clubs to try to shut down the hip hop. But we only increase if everything is peace. Father, you see king of police. Well, if you living in the world today, we be hearing the slang that the Wu Tang say. Niggas that front, we don't have the vibe, so we blast the right. Well, okay, well, if you like the with the sound, then clap, man. And if you're up the two, then raise your hand. But only raise your hands if you're sure. Punk niggas shatter like a glass jaw. Break it. If you living in the world today, you be hearing the slang that the Wu Tang say. Niggas that front, we don't have the vibe, so we blast the right. Well, okay.
My mother told me not to stare into the sun. So once when I was six, I did. The doctors didn't know if my eyes would ever heal. I was terrified. Alone in that darkness. Slowly, daylight crept in through the bandages. And I could see. And something else had changed inside me. I'm the fire bearer. Holder of the sun, the earth and the universe combined as one An everlasting energy taking all forms Blue skies on sunny days, terrible storms The one who tears down what you adorn And curses the material things that you mourn But look up in the sky cause I am the dawn And the light that empowers your flesh as you yawn Strong, undeniably so Lift better known as a society folk The deity glow Reach into my center, I bet you feel pleasure and pain As you enter the tormentor, please her, embrace her, squeeze her As your skeleton crush, your physical turns into gelatin plus Due to overstimuli, you liquefy, I Send you back to the earth soil to quench the turmoil Then the brown splits to swallow corporations and cops And give birth to rocks, so we can have solid ground on which to walk Stand strong and talk, we write down theories and chalk on the sidewalk the devil Around nine planets of forces, ominous metaphorics, envision the devil corpses. Lion hoarder, mad scientist, slash author, present the type of horror that boils the holy water. Get warped with the knowledge that falls the holy father. Hard boys become toys inside the real saga. So why bother? My whole floor alliance is harder. So bring the drama, we all know the science is smarter. I set off crowds, style wild like a circus. I seek new souls when I walk past churches. Oh Lord, praise you, stay true to a devout purpose, seeking out the wise wherever the gods. Searches, close that I embark and leave his squadron shadow dodging. Lyrics are softening, like slugs to fill the Hartmans. No option, narrow odds. Fucking with guards is straight gambling with your tarot cards. Look at the devil lurks, Hammerhawk, earth full of hell. Look into the eyes of a who fell. The devil lurks, Hammerhawk, earth full of hell. Look into the eyes of the eyes of the devil lurks, Hammerhawk, earth full of hell. Look into the eyes of a who fell. The devil lurks, Hammerhawk, earth full of hell. Until your face burn Yet the critics are parasitic like a tapeworm The hate burns, scathe the nerd of a Buddhist Snake turn and fate yearns to kiss some Judas We take lives with knives steady abusing you With a vicious intention to dent in your uvula Bruising you with text of a Harvard class Our corn will smash into shards of glass To reform into a whirlwind of sand Then reborn into the world holodrum A solid man with plans to entwine matter Minds flatter from the grind of my divine Three, 
If you graph the numbers of any system, patterns emerge. Therefore, there are patterns everywhere in nature. Call our names, saying people in the spot, you don't stop. So 
out in vain We live our lives for this And we get high off this When your hands up and you call our names Here's a toast to the dead If you don't drink, smoke to the head For the freedom fighters killed by the feds For those who died hard in the streets Soaking in red And die slow asleep in a dream Choking in bed Here's a toast to the dead For my enemies that are gone I'm not a coward So celebrating that would be wrong I pray to God that your soul will come back again So I can see you in the next life And finish it then A toast to the dead For criminals burning in hell I wonder how many presidents are burning as well Emperors, popes, senators, generals Amputees feel unlucky until they see the vegetables A toast to the dead For those who are forgotten Written out of history by the corrupted and rotten Black saints whitewashed during La Reconquista Thousands of Indios, Spaniards used to conquer the Incas Fuck a moment of silence, I need a moment of violence Like the 19th century Caribbean islands Long live those who came before That paved the way for me The warriors and scientists that came before slavery And if that last lyric was predictable Take that clairvoyance and apply it to life in the physical Presumptuous, half-hearted, homunculus Self-destruction is the power Without knowing what the function is it is, it is another warrior song Rep this life to the fullest Rest in peace Motherfuckers say your prayers For brothers who die from black on black ground Rest in peace You ain't paying respect you supposed to Rep this life to the fullest Rest in peace This ain't for y'all, this goes to them Yeah yeah. Here's a toast to the dead For all of my fam I will never let an idea die with a man My rhymes are like Nazca lines Designed to give a view of this Jay Diller's still alive as long as his music is A toast to the dead For rap legends and pioneers Your legacy won't be forsaken as long as I am here Knowledge of the past and wisdom of the present I'll teach and leave in the hands of a worthy lieutenant A toast to the dead For children with cancer and AIDS A cure exists and you probably could have been sick Sad to see medicine divorce morality Corporate home records pimping up for salary A toast to the dead for those that have died a day The victims and those exonerated by DNA The only thing worse than giving freedom to the guilty Is killing the innocent and leaving your soul filthy Immortal technique, remember me when I'm gone I encrypted my lyrics to stay alive in a song So you'll always keep a piece of my spirit inside When you struggle to complete what I started before I died But some of you won't survive the Changes the earth makes, swallowed by tsunamis, hurricanes and earthquakes And that's just the first stage if you cannot reverse ways And realize that we are one regardless of our birthplace It is, it is another warrior song, rep this life to the fullest Rest in peace Motherfuckers say your prayers For brothers who die from black on black ground Rest in peace You ain't paying respect when you supposed to Rep this life to the fullest Rest in peace Safe, safe for y'all, this goes to them. Metaphysics, rest in peace. My last toast to the dead is for the listener. Human being or 
extraterrestrial visitor Remember us for more than our primitive ways When you study us long after the end of our days Yo, so if you want to check out some of my tunes, I only have two studio masters, but they're on soundcloud.com forward slash Fenrir Hip Hop. It's the easiest way to listen to them. Feel free to download them and play it really loud while doing a bunch of shit you're not supposed to. I'm hitting the studio again here soon, so be sure to follow me for some new music. So I still have some time to kill off, so I'm going to throw on one of the real original gangsters real quick, Ludwig van Beethoven. This is the world-famous Symphony No. 5, E Allegro Cambrio. Thank you. 
All right, Droogies, hope you enjoyed that classical piece. I actually got a, a good friend of mine here. Uh, it's Nika from the Crumb Bombs. Hey, the most difficult person on the face of the planet to interview. <laughs> I think uh, we'll be able to just kind of wing it. <laughs> so, Snyka, we've both been on some of our own adventures. You've probably been on quite a bit more. So, from one tour musician to another, what is your favorite tour story? There are a ton of them. So I gotta figure one real quick that won't get anyone else in trouble. <laughs> I gotta think of one that's primarily my own screw up. Because those are the best when it's right. just a bad situation. You're not gonna get a phone just... call later when someone hears yeah, yeah, so there was one where Hell, I man. probably could have gone to jail or at least gotten living shit kicked out of me. Um, this was like early on in touring, so there was a band I used to tour with and played with um, called Will Kills from Salt Lake, and we did mostly out of state. Like California was kind of our big bread and butter for a while um, when we put out our record and everything. And, this again being like 17 years old <laughs> first time like hanging out in vegas um fake id type situation didn't have one but i just had that attitude of like don't question me i belong here even though i look like i'm five right yeah my build hurts oh god like a horrible situation so um you know we were venturing around so we played at the double down have you ever been to the double down in vegas yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's where it was i had this drink called ask juice <laughs> ask juice where they take all the all bottles the and, and they actually serve it to you in a in a toilet shot glass yes that's disgusting but you get drunk. amazing place that's <laughs> fucking amazing. 24 hours it's 20 it's the only like 24 hour bar that is still standing and has for a long long time it's like but we're, the birds of vegas yes so we were down there with dubbed <laughs> All sharing a van, because ours broke down right before we were supposed to leave, so, I mean, like, one of us was sitting on, like, a drum stool in the middle of the van on the way down, and someone, like, on a pillow on the floor. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. Anyway, so we're in the bar, me and uh, a couple dudes from my band, we walked over to the Hard Rock Cafe, Hard Rock Casino, and we're just kind of, like, walking around, they have all sorts of exhibits, it's hokey and touristy, but, mm, fuck you, you're on tour. Exactly. So, looking for a good time. Uh... Anyway, and we're walking around, and they have drum sets set up around, and, you know, I play drums, and I made some comment, I was like, oh, dude, you can totally, they're all set up, like, pedals are hooked up, cymbals are legit, like, you can totally play on one of them, and our bass player was like, I'll bet you $500 you won't do it. I'm like, <laughs> Five hundred dollars is like a lot of money when you really don't that? have do you money. Want, do you want to go there? So yeah, I'm all done. I shook on it, and then I was like, I would have done it for like seriously like fifteen dollars. Like, <laughs> anyway, so like we had this whole plan. We're like scoping out the situation. It was really really awkward and weird because I mean every everyone probably knew what was going on. Yeah. So whatever, but we still had to play. So run into like we actually ran into a dude from the Guano Bats. If you know who they are, an old rockabilly band from Europe. Awesome, awesome band. But we ran into him. The guy was on his honeymoon, and it was like this weird confrontation between uh, Eric from or X from Dubbed. Almost like got in a fight because he was helping the guy's new wife. Like, turn your flash off if you're shooting through glass, and your flash is on. It, it just it doesn't work. And he took that as he's hitting on my wife. And so like, he followed us over to the bar, like Double Dan came to the show, which was really, really cool. Anyway, so like it ended up being like the talk of the town. Like all these drunk people were like going up to everyone, like even at the bar next door, like dive bars really close. And you heard, oh, you can go like watch the kid play drums. It's gonna be so funny. <laughs> like, and it was like, 
totally I'm gonna go. And so like we played and everyone's like, alright, let's go. And it was a big old fucking group of people that like followed us over. And I'm like, alright, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, make five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god. But when you're followed around by a bunch of drunk people that are like, oh, it's gonna be hilarious. One dude like was like touching the drum because it was Corn's drum set, which is just awesome. <laughs> of all of them, it's Corn's drum set. The dude's like touching him. I'm like, oh, put my ball sack right. on your drum yeah. set, bro. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh god, I love that movie. Anyway, so like, he's like messing around with them, and this like you're in a casino. Like they take everything very seriously. Fucking big old like, dude. There's this big old giant security guard that comes over with a little tiny guy, like smaller than me. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing here or something, you know? And the big old dude's just standing there like he's going to kick our ass. And the drunk guy's like, oh, the kid's going to play drums. And I'm trying to hide drumsticks behind my back. <laughs> and I, this is like, I felt pretty good about this lie. I was like, oh, we went to a show. They're two separate drumsticks. They're two different, like, from the band, you know? Because all fanboy yeah, up. Like, yeah. I caught the yeah, drumsticks. So oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you want to smell it? You can smell the sweat. Yeah, so, like, fuck, we're over there, and that whole thing's happening, and, like, he's like, they're just like, get the fuck out of here. And we're like, okay, cool. Luckily, we left town, we went and played downs, we stopped back at Double Down, ran in real quick, we grabbed a drink while I'm in the van, like, again, like, being a young kid, like, alright, gotta make this money, gotta do it the right way. So, we went over, we had this game plan, so we didn't have a big old, you know, group of drunk people <laughs> by us and uh, so the other two dudes went in first Sean and Chris with a video camera and pretended like oh we're just filming this the exhibits oh, oh cool. look at this jacket oh my god yeah and I go in and I'm like no eye contact I don't even know you guys so it's built in like a Almost a circle, so it's like a pit in the middle, and then they have the displays up on these stands. This is all the same night. This is well, we left, did the other shows, different nights, came oh. back through Vegas oh, to like okay. you know, like a redemption. But yeah. again, like I didn't know how to pack, so I ran out of clothes. So I like I wanted to go to the beach, so I had to cut off my goddamn jeans to like make shorts. And so I'm wearing those because that's all I have. I ran out of shirts because they just got like, nasty. So I'm like oh, wearing a, our own band shirt. Breaking and like some the fucking cardinal rule. Pads, the douchebag. Like I might as well have been wearing an Ed Hardy shirt and some bedazzled jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so I just looking like the biggest douche. Anyway, so make the first loop. I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Okay, all right, second loop, and I just got up real quick and just <laughs> and then just ran off the other side, and I just booked it. And the funny thing Instead is... Instead of a, one roll? Yes. Yeah. On all of them. Big old crash. And the funny thing is they're opening like this new club so it's a big old group of people all dressed up and they're like, cool guy, gonna go meet some hot chicks. You know, garb. Mm, yeah. you, on the video hey, you hear you? like... <laughs> and then you hear some drunk girl, is that supposed to happen? <laughs> and then, so I'm running like, I don't know what's going on so I'm sure. just booking it but right when I make it to the door to actually leave on the little walkie-talkie I heard... White shirt, cut off jeans. I'm like, oh, look my for God. a douchebag. Yeah, like, <laughs> just look for someone who is just very ill prepared and naive, which it was me. Mm-hmm. And so I, oh my God, I'm just running. But apparently, like, dude, like, fucking security guards came running after me. Uh, they I mean, brought they dogs, dogs out. Yeah. yeah, dude, dogs showed up. So, like, on the tape, and those guys were like, oh my God, they're like German shepherds coming after you. And I'm like, oh. 
So that was like my lovely like introduction to like here is what tour is. It's always gonna be horrible and interesting yeah, in the best the same time. way. So that was probably like my favorite because that was the one that like I came chaos, home man. and I was like, um, yeah, I'm gonna see my mom and she's gonna be like, hey, so how was it? And I'm gonna be like, uh, yeah, I got I made paid $500 in once. <laughs> he wanted to be a dick, so he got them all in once. <laughs> but hey, he held up his end of the bet, so that was awesome. Oh, there you go. Nice. I don't know. That was gonna be my next question. Did you actually get the? $500? I did get the five hundred dollars. You got it in one. Yeah. That makes I don't so care. I'm like, whatever. We're going to strip club now. Exactly guess. right. <laughs> gonna go back to Vegas and get more trouble. Play the drum set at the strip club. I know, happens. right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good comes out of that. Maybe you get chased by you know, some, Hit, some again. Going chicks. back to like that cardinal rule, like don't sleep, pull the pole, or hold a hole. Maybe we can afford a hotel with enough beds to actually accommodate all of us. <laughs> maybe. So maybe it'll be like, yeah, it was. But then you have to have somebody sleep in the van, washing the floor, holding it down. Yeah. Depends. You just have shitty gear and you're like, ah, <laughs> whatever. That's one way to do it too. Yeah. Not bad. That's a great story. But Salt Lake Did. doesn't like our music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Mormons don't want to hear it and they don't want other people to hear it. Exactly. So we've always been an uphill battle with that. Yeah, it's an interesting world up here, but I don't know. It's, I'd say. It's a cool place. That's why, I mean, we both have the option to leave, have we're, left, we're, we're come back. We're climbing up there. And, uh, <laughs> but it's one of those places that you always come back to and you're like, yeah, it's, it's just always, different it's, it's and, cool, black and it's And it's always, you know, like I said, kind of on the up and up. It's an uphill battle, but yeah. it's always wise. still being fought. As long as we got down in town music, I think... We can we can survive. God, that and if they want to keep a lot of crime off the street, they'll leave it alone. I know, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you got to contain. You still have Uncle Bart's on the other side, though. Uncle Bart's. Well, they actually revamped that bar. What? Yeah, it's like this big dance hall now. I remember, like, you want to get into some shit. Yeah. Are you looking for something? You hear some gunshots every now and then. Some weirdo guy who's looking for some like not okay work. Going to band practice, like, oh, that blood puddle wasn't there before. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Want to find someone with one tooth to do some things? Yeah. Find that. <laughs> How much for a Z job? Exactly. <laughs> much more than an H job. I don't think Pretty much. You could afford it. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, God. Well, the single tooth's a delicacy. It's not a full-on Hummer. Yeah. Or a Gummer. Exactly. You, know, you got that one piece of pearls thrown there. That's why they call it a toothbrush. People like that. The one tooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, it's... It's a cool place. We have a lot of different, you know, music around, and that was the one thing too growing up that was awesome to be able to have that giant broad spectrum of people. And so, you know, I grew up not necessarily listening to like strictly punk rock, and you know, most people don't. But we had that diversity of being able to go to a show where a punk band would play, and then like seriously, like some like Hank Williams type guy would get up yeah, and play, yeah, and exactly. a psychobilly band would get up and play. And then you'd have like the most amazing street punk band get up and play, and then some touring band get up and play, and it was just like back to back nonstop. Something just something music, different. yeah, exactly. yeah, and it's all the same. It's the same. Well, not really. I mean, a lot, a lot of music that that I play on this show is predominantly punk rock, metal, and hip hop. Yeah, essentially, I, I would argue that a lot of the same message is being said. Just oh, different totally. styles of music. Yeah. So I mean, having that diversity and everything like that's that's where I guess we, we're being naturally exposed to in Salt Lake. But uh, I'm trying to reciprocate with this show, honestly, because I'm not locking myself into a, you know, a little little box of nothing but punk rock, like kind of what I used to when I was a kid. Exactly. I yeah. loved it, and it definitely gave me a lot of most of my character, and I still love it to this day. It's where my heart and soul lies. Same. But like, there is much more help there, and a lot of great stuff. 
Totally. And that's what I really hope to expose people with this show. Yeah, and when you were telling me about like the concept of the show, like it'll be awesome to see what it shapes into. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a really a chimera, good format. You know? Exactly. When you have like so many songs of each to listen to, so whether you like it or not, at least you gave it a try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it might be, and like I said, like Sand People. Like I never would have known Sand People unless you would have told me about Sand People. See, yeah. And I fucking love Sand People. Dope. I love hip hop, and they're just. That I actually simple. played Sand People on this, the first hip hop. Oh, so you guys know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's fucking ill. All right, cool, Nike. Well, that's all the questions I really have for you. So thanks for you know joining me here and being on the show. Thanks for putting up with me. For sure, bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fucking uh, had a great time. Shared some good stories, and uh, you know maybe we'll have you back on here after I talk to a whole bunch of other people. I know. You know yeah, put me on the back of the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Cool, man. Take care. Cool. boils and ghouls i want to thank you for tuning in and listening to my show stick around for more unearthing of music from the underground i'll show you lovelies how deep the rabbit hole really goes this is going to be a monthly show so feel free to stream or download it to your heart's desire i'll catch you on the second installment of this hostile takeover of the airwaves until next time look out for one another in this wild world this is your host fenrir and i'm ghost